Today's very special episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hey, talent matters. Scouting the best players, not easy. Crisscrossing the country, countless hours, watching game film, endlessly analyzing players to find the right pick. If you're hiring for your business, avoid all that. Use ZipRecruiter, our presenting sponsor. They do all the heavy lifting for you. Their powerful technology distributes your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, then identifies the right people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. My listeners can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Ben, when you're hiring people for your for your uh, vintage shoe slash hip-hop business, use ZipRecruiter, right? Yeah. What's your business going to be? Shoes with hip-hop. <laughs> Shoes with hip hop. All right. That sounds like a winter company. Shoe soft. <laughs> Shoes up. Meanwhile, SeatGeek is the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event for NBA, NHL, baseball, whatever you know what to do, use promo code BS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. Right now, on the ringer.com. Guess what's going on there? Oh, yeah. It's LeBron versus Jordan week. Tate, this is your holy grail. You and I are the only people in the ringer on the on the LeBron camp, on the Jordan camp. That's embarrassing. We're I don't think anyone in the staff even saw Jordan play. I'm mad. I might have to step in later in the week. <laughs> Watch out for me in the ringer.com later in the week. But a uh, whole bunch of articles about Jordan versus LeBron. It's about time to have that conversation. LeBron's been in the league 15 years. Jordan, it came into the league in 84. Mm-hmm. He retired in 98, but he took off like a year and a half at some point, came back for two years. They basically played around the same amount of games. And uh, LeBron was is better than ever in the All-Star game. Check that out. Check out all of our Ringer podcasts. Check out Against All Odds. Check out One Shining Podcast, which is officially heating up. College basketball is is in rare form. And don't forget about the Ringer NBA show, which we have expanded to five days a week coming up it's a very special edition of parent corner if you remember we did this over thanksgiving weekend we took the first like eight or nine parent corners that sal and i did at the end of our monday podcast together and we just put them on their own podcast and what we realized is some people um either weren't listening to the football podcast which i find hard to believe because they did really well or maybe they didn't hear the end or maybe they were half listening but they really liked having all of them on one podcast and people who might nor- not normally listen to the podcast were actually listening to that. So that was cool. So we're doing that again. We have, I think, the last nine or 10 that we've done since Thanksgiving that we're going to run in a row right now. Um, special appearance from a special guest at the top right after Pearl Jam. Here we go. All right, my son is here. He's uh, been the breakout star of Parent Corner this year. Yeah, I have. Um, over the course of the year, I've explained to everybody you're a liar. Yes, I am. I'm a big liar. <laughs> you're a big liar. Um, what else are you? You're um, a maniac? You're a crazy person? Um, what else? When, oh. when you... Well, I joke about how you're a liar and... 
half of the people who listen, they think it's hilarious. And the other half are like, wow, is your, you're really mean about your son. Is he really a liar? And I was I, like, look, he's a liar. What do you want from me? I actually am a liar. You, you're a liar. I you're a strategic a liar. liar. <laughs> Can you tell us your biggest lie that you've ever told me that I caught you in? I don't know, actually. That's What's hard. the biggest lie that I haven't found out you told me? Have you ever stunk out of our house? Yes. You've stunk out of our house at night? No, like one time at um camp. Yeah. Um, I snuck out of the cabin. You stunk out of the cabin? Where'd yeah. you go? Where'd you go? I like had Jack to go in the to box? The bathroom. Oh, that's not that doesn't count. Have you stolen money from my wallet? Um, actually, I don't think so. No. Oh, you're lying right now because you're doing the thing with your jaw. The funniest thing with you is when when I know you're lying because your the bottom your bottom jaw starts like no, kind of moving left yet, to right. But when I'm older, I'm definitely gonna steal money. Do you think your sister steals money from my wallet? What do you think? She goes to buy slime. Yeah, and I know. Glue. I've talked on Parent Corner about um, your sister's addiction to slime. Oh my god, it's awful. We hate slime in our house. Yeah. You're addicted to, right now, you like looking at shoes. Basically, you're all about shoes. Cars. You like you like music. And you think you like cars, but you really only like like yeah. four fancy cars. And Migos, you've, been got, Migos. you've gotten into. Yesterday was amazing. Because Migos. Oh, the, we, we're taping this on a Monday. Yeah, you, we went to the All-Star game and you saw Migos. I was the most excited that you were to see anything. Yeah. How worried should I be about you on a scale of one to ten? You already have a girlfriend. You're a liar. Maybe like right now. Yeah. Like a five. A five out of ten. Yeah. How long do you think you're gonna live at home? Till I'm like seventeen. Seventeen. Then that's good. That means you're gonna go to college. Yeah. And what did I tell you about your first wife? Have to be like thirty. Thirty? No, that's not what I told you. Thirty six. Yeah, I was around there. Thirty eight. I told the same thing to Tate. I don't know if Tate's gonna listen to me. Yeah. Here's here's what I need from you. Don't don't go to jail. Don't commit any crimes. I won't. I won't. Don't steal money from me. Probably will happen. And don't tell actually any real lies. You can lie, but don't don't actually lie. Yeah, I won't. You can do your fake lies, like when you claim like. You don't know what happened to the last slice of pizza, but yeah. you had eaten it like an what hour ago. To the last slice? Yeah, you're a white liar, but let's try to keep it with the yeah. white lies. And don't sneak out of my house because I'm going to put, when you get older, I know you're going to try to. I know you're going to go on the roof and try to hop out and do all the things you're going to do. And I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> I'm going to be watching you. I might put like a little tracker on you. No, you're going to put a chip in me? What else did I teach you? When you when you say when you meet somebody, you shake their hand, and when you, you say their, goodbye, you shake their hand. Yes, shake their hand hard. As long as you have good manners, I don't care if you're a liar. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna do Parent Corner. Has have any of your kids in have any of the kids in school heard Parent Corner? Um, no, not yet. Actually, um, I think a couple of the parents have probably heard. Yeah, Coach Braulio. Yeah. Shout out to Braulio. Why don't, before we throw it to Parent Corner, why don't we tell one Parent Corner story? Why don't you tell the story of how you almost got into a fight in your first fourth grade basketball game? So, basically, this kid, I'll call him Jerome. Okay, so, <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> Jerome 
push Jackson. He pushed him into the wall on a layup. Yeah. You didn't like that. And then I said, you'll be sorry. You walked over to him when Jackson was shooting free throws and you said, you'll be sorry. And, and then what happened next? I got super mad, so I trucked the kid. You flagrant fouled yeah. him like 20 seconds later. And the parents were horrified, but I enjoyed it because I thought you laid down the law. Yeah. Thought it was good. That's why Tate, you know, his middle name is Oakley. Boston. B-O-S. Charles Oakley. B-O-S, yes. but more importantly, the Charles Oakley <laughs> DNA is in him with, the, with his flagrant foul in his first fourth grade basketball good. game. Good job, Ben. Ben, just yeah. stay out of jail. Do that for me. And treat everyone with respect. I will. I and only will. tell me white lies. Okay. And continue to be funny. Uh, coming up right now. Just a smorgasbord of Parent Corner. You can hear stories about this kid right here. Thanks for coming on, Ben. Welcome. All right, so coming off a really successful Parent Corner special episode <laughs> of all of our uh, Parent Corner things. Mm-hmm. Um, expectations are high for this week. I'll let you go first. I don't, you know, I, I wish I had a great one, but this is, it actually sounds like champagne problems. But you know when you want to upgrade your TV? Like I'm yeah. getting a bigger TV for the living room, yeah. right? Now, what, hap- what TVs happens? TVs are much cheaper these days. Exactly. What happens when you do that? All the other TVs move to the other rooms, right? The den TV goes to the bedroom. Bedroom yeah, goes, yeah. if you're lucky you enough. You start demoning TVs. Lucky enough to have Tate, a, you'll a get it. When you have a family someday, you'll understand. Tate, listen to this. Tate, it's great. Like, this is the future right here. <laughs> Rich people problem. It's really good. Uh, so now my 12-year-old is like, all right, well, we're getting a new TV. I get the whatever the shittiest TV is now. Yeah. Like, in my room. He doesn't have a TV in his room. Mm. Do your kids have TVs in their room? My daughter does. She does? Yeah. When did she? When did this happen? Uh, about a year and a half ago. And was it part of a rotation switch? No, or you it, just was got a, a new one? it was a TV to motion. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, one, it was a leftover TV. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. I don't want to give it to him because I don't think we'll ever see him again. On the other hand, he doesn't get along with any of his brothers. So right. it, would, it, would, it would cost me nothing. And there would be less screaming. My You'd wife never have would to be see screaming. him again. Wouldn't yeah. have to see him. Wouldn't have to, the screaming. Yeah. But we said no. You said no. You held it. Yeah. Up. <laughs> so now I have this extra TV and I want to raffle it off. Well, not raffle it off, but maybe we have some kind of contest for this. Why don't you the dangle TV it? my son should have had, but it's not getting Why do you dangle it over his bed like a money in the bank <laughs> match? <laughs> just I said, I, I take out think- a billboard so he drives, when he drives by from home, he just sees it. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to hang it in your bathroom. We're going to put it in his bathroom. If you want it that much, we'll see. We'll see if you want it. But I want to raffle. I want to give this away to a, a winner, uh, a listener or something. Well, we'll come up with a, a contest midweek or something. That's a yeah. good idea. Okay. I like that. <laughs> which, how, which, tell us more about the TV. Uh, well, I don't know which one it is yet. So um, Okay. But, you know, it's enticing. A, it's a flat Mysterious. screen. It's not one of those big ones with the yeah. the big uh, back backyard. So it's a flat screen from like three, four years ago. It's not ago. a yeah. Magnavox. No, no, not a Magnavox. I didn't get the specifics. I should have gotten the specifics. You know what we'll on. do? Because we're doing yeah. the Steve Kerr mailbag. Yeah. The best mailbag answer. What question should it be, though? Uh, no, I'm saying the best oh. the best mailbag question for the Steve Kerr thing. Okay. Um, Gets my extra TV. Yeah, but it should probably be somebody in the LA area. What do I care? Why? Are you going to mail it to them? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Now oh, it's going to complicate. You're mailing a TV. I don't want them coming to my house. My, my <laughs> yeah, son, that'd I be think weird it's better too. if they come to your house and have your son stand there and <laughs> have to give it to him. tear dropping down <laughs> There goes my TV. When I was 12 years old, I had a paper route, and I got a T. I yeah. had a four-inch black and white TV, and I would watch The Odd Couple at 11 o'clock, and The Honeymoon is 1130. 
every night, and that was it. But you know I worked what, for it. You know what? My uh, I spent Thanksgiving with my mom. Yeah, and she reminded me that when I when my parents got divorced, they used to take the train back between Boston and Connecticut mm-hmm. to see my dad on the weekends. Well, first it was to see my mom on the weekends, and then I moved to Connecticut. Um, but my stepdad got me this TV that was like probably a little bigger than an iPhone, yeah, and fatter. And it had an antenna. Yes, I have one of those too. And it, I, t- was I totally antenna forgot about cord, or was it a? Uh, it was like this little. Ant- it was like oh, this was metal, metal antenna. Okay. Yeah. And I would take the train, and I could watch it on certain points of the train, or yeah. when it stopped, or oh, when I was whatever. No it, but it would only get like the local channels, like two four seven. So when I would take the train back on Sundays, I could catch football games. And I'll be watching how... these Patriot games. They would fade in and out. And, <laughs> and uh, man, we've come a long way. Yeah. Now it's like my iPhone is connected to the Sunday ticket package. And like, it's just, it's Too amazing. Yeah. We have to, everybody's shitting on 2017. I think sometimes we have to embrace the positives. You're right. You're right. Um, my parent corner this week. So this isn't my parent corner, but I did. I spent the weekend with my daughter mm-hmm. in, uh, in San Diego. And it's, it's, it was good. It's the, you know. <laughs> whole uh actually i guess this could be part of the parent corner um we went to go we were she had this three-day tournament in san diego and uh on saturday we didn't have a game in the afternoon and she wanted to go to the movies so we went to go see murder of the orient express there or as go. my daughter or as my son calls it murder in the polar express that's what he <laughs> thought the movie was so we go and it's it's basically sold out and ladybird was playing Right. Which I really wanted to see. And I was told, like, Amanda Dobbins of The Ringer said... It's going to win an Oscar. Zoe should see it. It's important. It's about this girl in high school and Mm -hmm. relationship with her mom. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take her. So we go to Lady Bird. There's a losing the virginity scene in there, which I wasn't totally prepared for. And hanging out, really enjoyed the movie. It's, you know, it doesn't cross any lines. And then all of a sudden... uh, she decides she's gonna gonna lose her virginity with this guy, and she's on top. And we're in this Sinopolis theater. Tate just looked at me terrified. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched so- Fast Times at Ridgemont High on the flight back, so that also happens in that movie. But it's oh, probably, yeah. probably totally different and more fun. This was a little more subtle, but still, I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And we're in this Sinopolis theater, which is this theater they had in Del Mar, which is nice, uh-huh. and it's like it's got like the recliner seats and all this. <laughs> And I like dive over to cover her <laughs> eyes, and she's covering her eyes, and uh, and it, it's, she's at this point more embarrassed to be around you than and we're both you embarrassed. This way, you just have you sh- yeah, yeah, it's it's horrible. And there's ten seconds, and her eyes are closed, and there's like a, a little groaning. Yeah, and I just wanted to die, but that's not my parent corner. For <laughs> Let this me just week. say, I, yeah. I just thought of an idea while you said that the movie theater should provide you with an extra bucket. You buy your popcorn, and then you get an empty bucket, mm. so you could shove it, it over, over your kid's head. Yes, when the sex scenes are going on, the, the, or or you should just club your kid unconscious yeah, until the thing ends. Yeah, something some kind of injection. It was, fortunately, it, it ended within like 10, 12 seconds. Oh, you have such bad luck with this. <laughs> well, that but that's I All have right. a better parent corner story this Go week. Ahead. So. We're we're hanging out on Wednesday night. There's this new show on Showtime called Smilf. Yeah, right. And we had the lead. Funny show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it on. My daughter's working on some science project. She's not watching. My wife, my wife and I are watching, and my son's on his 
like on somebody's iPhone just watching mm-hmm. slime videos or something. <laughs> I'm barely paying attention. Smilf starts. There's a basketball scene. It's fine. It's it seem it seems okay. And I'm I'm going through basketball scores and not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden I say, Bill, Bill, turn it off. And I look up and the lead character of Smilf has one of those like tiny little rabbit vibrators. Mm-hmm. And she's like, turn this up. So now I'm grabbing the remote and I flip it off and not sure if my son saw anything. And my son, my son turns, he's got this big smile on his face and he goes, she was going to use a vibrator on her, but JJ, <laughs> he just turned 10. He totally knew it was going on. <laughs> And oh, and it man. was it was one of the most horrifying moments of my life. Oh, he's making his own slime. She was going to use a vibrator on her, but JJ actual quote from my son. Uh, There's no bucket for that. My daughter had probably had no idea what was going on. My son instantly recognizes the rabbit vibrator. Um, so now now it's big. big <laughs> you need to check what he's watching on his phone. Yeah, big debate about maybe our YouTube our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Parental control things. Are. Where is he finding this rat? Did the Undertaker pull out a rabbit vibrator? I, I barely a, know what a rabbit vibrator looks like. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she's, I'm uncomfortable. Listen she's gonna to use that. a vibrator on her vajayjay. Oh I blame Leatherface. Yeah. That's Who a knew Leatherface was gonna be a, a more positive story than yeah, that story? Right. So anyway, the the moral of that story is don't watch Smilf with your uh, yeah with your ten year old kid. Don't watch anything. Don't, don't watch anything. <laughs> Just put your kids have in the empty bubble. Sell your TV. Have the empty bucket ready. God, <laughs> what a week for me. Parent Corner, you want to go first? Coin flip? I'll go first. I All don't right. care. Uh, well, you don't have younger kids, but I do. And But you probably remember this. You remember the elf on the shelf? Yeah, like it was going on in my house last year with my 11-year-old, 9-year-old. Oh, they, still, who, they were still on board. I think my son was... Actually, might have believed in it. My daughter was playing along because she wanted the gifts. Right, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Okay. So, the, if you, for those of you not familiar, the Elf on the Shelf is something you buy, and in the whole month of December, you convince your your stupid kid that uh, the Elf is there to to witness your behavior. Yeah. And then at night, the Elf flies away while you're sleeping and goes to report to Santa how you behaved, and then magically in the middle of the night reappears, but in a different spot um, every day for December. Yeah. So it's the parent's job to move this thing. And it's the worst burden on the earth. Yes. You have to wait till everybody goes to bed. Terrible. If you have an older kid, that might be 10, 30, 11. You just got to wait. You got to wait. Everybody finally goes to bed. You got to go downstairs and right. move stuff around. So I put the over under at December 3rd before one of us, my wife or I forget to hide the elf on the shelf. And uh, we didn't make it. Yeah. December 2nd, uh, my four-year-old comes down and says, why is Goldie uh, by the fireplace when he was by the fireplace last night? So now you have to make up this stupid story like, oh, Goldie. Goldie got drunk. Yeah, he got drunk. When when the truth is mom got drunk (laughs) and forgot to move it like we were taking turns. But and especially on the weekend, it's tough because they stay up later and everything. So I that that's basically the story. Like this kid, now we have to lie to this kid. You're lying now. Yeah, we're lying on top of a lie. That that, the stupid thing. But there needs to be a service that does this for you. We'll walk your dog at, at midnight. And we'll we'll switch. Oh, like uh, how you pay twenty dollars for a dog yes, walk? Yes, yes. It it's needs like to fifteen dollars for the elf of the. Yeah, that so, sounds like that could lead to a lot of crime. 
It, whatever, whatever. I mean, I don't want a lot do of my Do I know I handed off on the shelf? What did you do? My wife was complaining about it last year. Mm-hmm. And the kids were like, oh, they're out from the shelf. I wonder where he's going to go tonight. And I was so tired of hearing my wife complain about it because I refused to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that I said to them, you know who the elf in the shelf is? It's mom. It's She's right there. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> and my son thought I was kidding. My daughter, I think she was still holding on to 10%. And, uh, yeah. Well, I saw so. your son tonight. And yeah. I asked him about because he was watching something with Elf on the Shelf. I was like, what do you think about the elf on the shelf? Because I had this story prepared. And he's like, yeah. I don't believe it. I'm like. Oh, why not? He's he like, well, it's, it it's, last he's year. like, not, it's not real. I said, well, why do you think that? He's like, I learned the hard way. My father told me. <laughs> Did he say so that? There you go. Yeah, that's the hard way to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever done to him. Oh, if only that were true. <laughs> so first, I have a parent corner correction from my story last week. Okay, where I said uh, that my son, when we were watching Smurf, and my son said. Um, she was going to put a vibrator in her for JJ. My wife points out, oh. he actually said dildo, not vibrator. Oh, okay. He's going to put a dildo in her for JJ. Oh, all right. So, yeah, just they wanted to clear that up. Right. And the Bills fans celebrated that statement the, the, today. The, yeah, the it. Bills fans had another <laughs> another dildo. Incredible. Okay, that's good um, clarifications. <laughs> so, last night, watching a movie with my wife, mm-hmm. and... My daughter's at another bat mitzvah because every week there's a bat mitzvah now. Right. And I'm texting her to just make sure she's alive. And I'm holding the phone and the text I had sent her, like two texts before, was a picture of her with our dog. Mm -hmm. So my wife's looking over my shoulder and see, and I'm like, what is that? And I click on the picture because I had forgotten I sent it. And it was this picture of her and and the dog. My wife leans over my shoulder. She's kind of far away, and she goes, what the hell is that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, what's that? What's that picture? And I'm like, it's it's Zoe. And she was like, oh. Oh, and wow. She thought, because my daughter is now five foot five. Right. She thought some girl had mailed me a picture. Wow. So it's this picture of my daughter with the dog, and she looks cute in it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, she thought it was some like Lassie mailed me a picture, and it was our daughter <laughs> that she she got Lass and Lassie. super upset about for four <laughs> seconds that she thought I was getting I was texting or like that, some sort of whatever. Now, does that make you feel good or you become scared? So it made me feel bad twice. It made me mad at my <laughs> wife that she thought I was exchanging texts with right. somebody, especially now during the, the mm-hmm. craziest day of all time. Yeah, but then also it. It made me mad that she mis- mistook our 12-year-old daughter for somebody who would send me, like, provocative pictures from far away. Now, yeah. it turns out my wife wasn't wearing her glasses anyway either. So right, she, right, right. So she had, like, kind of whatever. Because <laughs> she lost them. <laughs> she, yeah, she probably did. But, uh, yeah, so that was the first time that's Wow. Happened. Yeah. That's great. I don't yeah. even know if that's parent corner. That's uh, – it's Well, yeah, that's, like, almost – it goes into uh, – Husband, corner? you're in a lot of trouble. You need to you need to remove all the females from your NFL slack. <laughs> Carrie's gonna be furious. <laughs> so I have I have two parent corner stories this week. The other one is my my son is on house party, mm-hmm. which is this. It's like kind of that Google Hangout app, but the kids use it and they can all go in the same room. I've heard not great things about this. It's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Mm-hmm. So for the first time, he's had girls. 
on these two girls from schools that he's friends with. Yeah. One of whom that he likes. And then this other friend of theirs, and they were on house party for three and a half hours on Friday night. Wow. And we snuck up a couple of times to listen to what they were talking about. And each time my son heard us and said, Code Red! Like, in all, like, dead serious, no like, to tell that the parents are coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like 10. What the hell are they talking about? Yeah. I don't know. What, so I kept sneaking back there. They were talking about, and um, you're not going to be surprised to hear this, but it was some of the dumbest conversational banner you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> really, really th- the lowest level of dumbness. <laughs> like but what? Uh, Like what? Well, at one point he was showing, he was showing the other kids what was in his room. Oh. Mm-hmm. And- just narrating it in boring tenure. I mean, it was just, it was the worst. They right. were on for two and a half hours. Yeah. But I, I think this is how this generation is going to interact. No one leaves their house. No one leaves their house. There's no reason And to. everything's in a group. Like my daughter does, she studies with like her friend on FaceTime and they do math together. Everything mm-hmm. is like, you're with somebody at all times, but not really. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're screwed. Yeah, but it gets If bad, Trump doesn't I, kill I, us, I, the next generation will. <laughs> I have a bad story about this. Like uh, a, but, a buddy of mine and then like some some girl and like, you know, the girls are flashing and stuff. Yeah. And then like a father walks by and now he's seen it. And it's really. Oh, God. It's, and it's like becomes like a criminal thing. It's really fucking bad. We're that screwed. he's seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, now and then now he can't even say anything. It, it's very. It's bad news. Parent Corner was brought to you by Sony. <laughs> no, no wonder. I, I can't believe no one wants to sponsor this Why segment. Why does he want to sponsor it? God, it got so dark. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, sponsored by House Party. <laughs> Parent Corner. Um, had an awkward situation this week when no. uh, a girl on Zoe's soccer team talked about how much she loved Parent Corner. Her and her parents listened to the whole oh, Parent Podcast. No. Now there's 12-year-old girls hearing about your sex life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go first? We have to be careful with these. Mine isn't that good this week, so I don't know whether mine's okay, dude. I don't know. I'll I'll go right, first. Yours. It's not that good. But we go so every year we do a Christmas card. You do one, right? Yeah. You have all nice, beautiful pictures, right, of the kids. And I don't know if my wife has even finished it yet this year. It's an really? issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's always she, an somehow issue I got with me too. With me, it's a st- stupid. I did a dumb thing where I said, well, let's get creative with these. So, like, uh, one year we had the kids on Santa's lap and their eyes were closed. All three of their eyes were closed. And one year they were all playing on iPads on Santa's lap, not, right. pay, not paying attention. One year I had Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, with the family. Um, so... I, now I have to keep this going. It has to be like a bit, just a another bit. And and my wife is like, at, day after Thanksgiving, she's like, what's our Christmas card? I said, I don't even want to think about this. I have football and Trump jokes and crazy stuff. I have yeah. no time for this. Now it's December 9th and we don't have a, a Christmas card. And I say to the kids, all right, we're going to get our Christmas tree. I say to the wife and kids, I said, let's uh, let's have the kids fight. By the, just have a fight, and I'll just snap pictures and buy the Christmas trees, and and that'll be it. No, no, I don't want to fight. My wife's like, I don't want that, that. That'll show that they're crazy, and it's not going to be good, and all that. I'm like, all right, and I fight with it. So we go in for the Christmas tree. I'm like, get get dressed. And my oldest like, why? It's like 75 degrees out. I was like, put a scarf on. I don't care. We made it look. It has to look holiday ish. So he goes there, and uh, and we're all now right around the trees, and I yell, all right, kids, fight. And they're just like going at it and running and chasing around the trees. And I'm now running with the camera and I'm knocking like old ladies over and the help, you know, 
Like, I don't know if you know those Christmas tree helpers. Like, they're kind of yeah. like on work parole. Like, they're they're kind of just out of jail, a lot of them. Or, yeah. or maybe yeah. Yeah. on, like, one of those work weekend passes yeah, right, where right, they have right. to go back on Monday. Yeah. They have no time for my nonsense, that's yeah. for sure. But I'm not getting it. Like, the branches are in the kid's eyes. And the right. nine-year-old can't stand a three-year-old, so he wants to tackle them right away. And the 12-year-old gets mad at the nine-year-old. But I'm not getting a good shot, and I'm backing in the people, and the wife is mad. And... uh there's no great ending to it, but I ended up deleting every picture. And now... Now is it you caused a Royal Rumble at the it. Christmas tree store? A, a Rumble for no reason. And now I was like, you know what? We're going to use the 2013 Christmas card. The kid's going to... You're running it back? The four-year-old. And I'm going to say, sorry, we were just too lazy this year. Cross out 2013. That's a good right idea. 17. That's it. That's it. I like that so, idea. I don't know what the Christmas cards. It never ends though, right? It gets competitive with... with uh, oh, I know. The, mo- like, the moms get a little competitive about like, it. Yeah, like, there's so much Christmas card judgment in our oh house. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> we oh, don't open any. What we do is we we get them and we just put them in this giant bowl and we don't look at them. What do you mean? You like, don't we open don't. Them? We get them. We don't open them, and then we have this night where oh. we go through all them, <laughs> and it's the most judgmental my daughter it really can get. Is. It's so good. Oh, that's not even in focus. <laughs> like a lot of those, it's great. I it, I should I should Instagram live it this year. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, de- depending, you should definitely should do it. The depending on who it is, but if it's a shot at the beach, yeah, uh, my wife can be like, "Oh, look at this! Look at the Smiths! It's, uh, it looks so nice." And then if, if it's someone she doesn't like, she's like, "Look at these people! Like rubbing it in at their they're, they're at the beach." <laughs> right? It's like, it's disgusting. I was like, yeah. "We just looked at three that you liked about that." What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to tell my story of my daughter's soccer tournament that she had this weekend, uh, which was a Saturday, Sunday thing. We drive down on Saturday, win the first game. Now we have like seven hours to kill the second games at 730 uh, at night. How do you do it? So 11 o'clock. So we're in the double tree in Irvine. Irvine's the best place for a soccer tournament because mm-hmm. uh, they have this giant Irvine Spectrum Mall. So... My daughter conks out for two hours and I'm just watching bad TV and Clippers, all this stuff. And then eventually wakes up and then we're off. Get there 730. We're playing this team. There's a rule with soccer, like you pick a side. The mm-hmm. parents pick one side. The other parents pick the other side. And you do it for a couple of reasons. One is like some kid, people like to sit close to the line. You can't just, it's not like the NBA where you just get to sit yeah. in court. You pick a side. Um Right. This this team, for whatever reason, they just took all the best territory right around midfield on both sides. Both sides. So we're like, and there's a lot of them, and we don't have as many parents. And some in the past, we've done the whole, hey, you know, you're supposed to pick a side. They want they want people to do this because it's a great way for parents to get in fights when they're yeah. right next to each other. <laughs> um, there's so many at this point. We just kind of set up in one spot. So the game starts. The people on our left start complaining that we're on their side. And we're like, we're not on it. You guys took both sides. Yeah. And they're like, we're supposed to be on the side that where our bench is. And we're like, well, then we'll go on the other side. But tell all your parents to move here. And they're just sitting in chairs, not moving. They're like, well, whatever. (laughs) Giving us attitude. We're like, well, what side do you want to be on? So now we're yelling back and forth with these parents. It goes, the moment passes. Three minutes later, somebody on the other side's like, you know, we score, um, we're applauding, and somebody makes a comment. Mm-hmm. 
basically like you should you're on the wrong side we're like what side are we supposed to be on look there are all your parents over there so i'm mad somebody else and it's like is this gonna like go down we're gonna get in a fight um and then it settles down again and it's ridiculous and we lose the dumbest game i think we've ever lost two to one um they score on both of their two chances we have seventy five thousand chances that we don't score on Mm -hmm. um but we had won the first game three team brackets Final four. So the best team in each bracket advances. Mm -hmm. So now we're in a three-way tiebreaker with these other two teams. The team we beat and the team that we lost the stupid game to. The bracket sends us through. Some sort of tiebreaker system. So now we're in the semis. We're like, thank God. That would have been the worst if we lost this team we never should have lost to. Show up the next morning. The other team protests how the tiebreaker rules were interpreted. Oh. So we're all there. We're ready. We're playing semifinals. Zoe's all fired up. She got up early. She had a bagel. She's got blister blister stuff on. She's like ready to roll, really wants to win this tournament. And now there's a big conference. Our manager's yelling at the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. it turns out our kids get bumped and have to go to the consolation game because because the the first tiebreakers head-to-head, so everybody beat each other. Second tiebreakers, goal differential. Everybody had the same goal differential. We scored three goals and gave up three goals. The other two teams scored two goals, gave up two goals. Mm -hmm. The third tiebreaker, what do you think it is? Do you think it's goals scored or goals or least goals allowed? Uh, Let me check CBS Sports Line. (laughs) Least goals allowed. Okay, that was the tiebreaker. Yo, you're saying that's wrong. So two teams (laughs) had two goals allowed. We had three. So the coach argued that we should have now been eliminated from the three-way tiebreaker because we had we weren't, and it should have been the other mm-hmm. two advanced. The tournament director decides that this is actually the correct interpretation. Apologizes to us. Here's my point. Uh, by the so way, all yelling, on. we're uh, all mad. Every team shows up. The team that was eliminated shows up, thinking like, they were in another consolation game that was like two fields over. So they're like, "Hey, we're going to play if we can get." This. Yeah. So we we take yeah. their spot in the consolation. Right. That team ends up winning the tournament, the team that we beat. Wow. Um, here's my point. Here's why I taught this on Parent Corner, other than the fact that I almost was in two different altercations this weekend. Um, U.S. soccer is terrible, right? Mm-hmm. U.S. soccer is the worst. We didn't make the World Cup. We have no creativity. We have no scoring on our team. Pulisic yeah. is the only good player we have. This is um, why. We just stink. We're, we're just offensively, we're so uncreative. Mm-hmm. This whole youth soccer system is set up to play kickball and to not give up goals and to not have possession, to not be creative, to not attack, Mm -hmm. to you're basically trying to play one nothing games and get into penalty kicks and just like be as conservative as possible. If there's any danger, you think kick it out. Then they reward it with this tiebreaker thing and the tiebreaker is least goals allowed versus most goals allowed. Yeah. They reward you to play like shit. Interesting. All right. So, fuck you, U.S. soccer. That's my parent quarter. We had the best team in that tournament. Sponsored by Doubletree. Yeah. <laughs> you believe that, though? That Least goes nuts. loud. I can't believe you should. What time was that game Sunday? You're, you're literally better off going to this tournament. It was 930. And so and then you show we up with back. everybody. Oh we're, my we're, God. we're like, yeah, we're playing the semis. Here uh, we go. Oh, that's bad. And then uh, you're, you're better off playing zero zero games right. and just going penalty kicks this is why u.s soccer sucks because mm-hmm. this is how we think as a country 
That should have been your Christmas card. You brawling on the with the parents. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, t- parents out there, pick a fucking side. <laughs> pick one side or the other side. You don't get to this sit on both sides. U.S. soccer sucks because in the in the World Cup, we're all on all different Seriously, sides. Seriously, you're gonna see me in like TMZ and some sort of. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna have to alert. Rigger CEO Bill Simmons in fist fight over seat location. I'm gonna send the crew. Pick one fucking side and sit in the side, and then we get the other side. This isn't hard. I love it. God damn it. I hate you, soccer. I'm so glad it's over. I can't wait for it to come back. Is it over? <laughs> so well, now our season's over now. Yeah, but that's so that's yeah, when then it comes two back in off. January. Yeah. January. Coming back. January's three weeks. <laughs> I, I decided there's one more piece to the story that I'm not going to say because it would cause too much parent tension. On oh, really? Team. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just say it. What is it? Nah, I can't. What is it? Nah, I care. Don't, don't worry nah. about the twelve-year-old listening and her parents. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, Tate nah. just ruined it. That's nah, fine. <laughs> now he's skittish. Um, parent corner. Uh, before we do parent corner this week, America's favorite segment. Wanted to mention. Yesterday, our kids hung out together all day. Right. Who have known each other since they were literally like a month old. Your daughter's like three weeks older than yeah. my son. And, yeah. and they're hanging out. Great time. Afterwards, she's like, I got to get Archie's number. I really miss him. There you go. Had a good time. <laughs> a lot of, uh, it's nice to see the kids that have the, the big, long history of hanging out. Yeah. And it doesn't get weird, even as things like puberty start entering right. the equation. Uh, you want to go first for Parent Corner? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, so my middle son, nine-year-old, is, mm. uh, you know, he's not into anything, really. He watches wrestling on YouTube, but like from the Attitude Era. And it, But yeah. if I put Raw on, he's like, nah, I don't want to deal with it. And he's just watching YouTube. But it's physically, you know, you try to get them. Your, your kids are good because they, they focus in and they know what they want. And that's <laughs> my, I, didn't, I didn't realize my kids were good. No, your, your daughter's playing soccer. Yeah. Keep, keeps you from watching football for the last 17 years. True. Uh, <laughs> True. Your, your son's all over. He likes sports. My nine-year-old doesn't like contact or anything. But anyway, we signed him up for Taekwondo. Good. All right. So he's, he's sort of into it. It's twice a week. He gets his yellow belt after a couple months. He tests for his purple belt and makes it like on the third try. Like he's not really like they put a – he has to break a board, which is uh, which is the size of the index card of – Basically, they used to measure the first down yesterday. So he finally breaks the board. So the purple belt, everybody who tested for their belts, as I look at Prince, stare at Prince right now, talking purple belts. But you have a, they, the testing is done on Wednesday. He passed the test. Saturday, you pick up your belt. Yes. It's a big, it's a big ceremony. You bring a potluck uh, meal and then you pick up your belt and you leave. So we got a, we have a million things going on Saturday. It's my younger son's birthday. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, and then Melissa, my wife talks to the, the, one of the moms and says, oh no, this is not something you could just duck in and take the belt. You have to, you have to sit and watch the black belts perform and everything. <laughs> it's a three hour thing. I was like, oh, we are not doing this. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I have the degenerate trifecta in town. Yeah. We have other things to do. I'm not going to watch uh, the black belts perform. So I go Friday with my son who has his gi on and uh, I was like, hey, uh, he'll, he'll take a lesson now because it's a Friday open session. And uh, can we take his purple belt? And they're like, no, no, you have to wait uh, till um, tomorrow. I said, oh, well, uh, yeah, we're not going to be around tomorrow. We're out of town. And, and I look in the corner of my eye, I see like a box with belts and everything. And it's like it says like Saturday, Saturday outing. And it's got all this stuff set up. I'm like, 
it's right there. Why don't I take it? They're like, no, you have to wait. I was like, uh, well, is he a purple belt or is he not a purple belt? Like, yeah, he is a purple belt. I'm like, well, give him his purple belt. Right. This is getting stupid now. I'm like, no, uh, well, let me, let me talk to the sensei, the main sensei. Like, <laughs> John Kreese comes over. What's going on here? This is crazy. I was like, all right, well, he's here now and dressed, so can he do his? Can he get his lesson? He's like, well, he's wearing his yellow belt. I was like, yeah, well, that's good. It's the only belt he has now until, because you won't give him the belt. I was like, yeah, but he's not a yellow belt, so he can't perform as a yellow belt. I'm like, well, then give him the purple belt, <laughs> right. and he'll take the lesson now. And he'll perform as a purple belt. Like, no, he can't do that unless you go to the ceremony. I was like, am I stuck in a Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> episode here? This is the most insane thing. So after 20 minutes of me losing my top, almost getting my ass kicked by this 24-year-old uh, yeah, female at. black belt. She's got yeah. the ponytail waving around. They reluctantly agree to let him practice or do the session as a yellow belt, even though he's not a yellow belt. Uh. And I have to go next week to pick up the purple belt. Which one's better, yellow or purple? Purple, I guess, is better. But this uh, is a joke because just give me the belt. I had to pay $250 for the next belt. That's what they do. They give them more right. belts to keep them interested until they get to green and brown, and then you have to like kind of kick somebody's ass or then something. Then it turns into blood sport with Van Damme. Right, exactly. But until then, give me the belt that I could see 10 feet away, please, instead of ruining my Saturday. So that was it. Incredible. So, yeah. The, the bottom line is all of these places, people like Parent Corner because a lot of people don't have kids. Normally their yeah. instinct is to be like, I don't want to hear about other people's kids, but mm -hmm. this is a window into your future, which I think is why people yeah. like it. But with some of these things, it's 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 a racket. It's $250. Gymnastics is a racket. Like yeah. my daughter, when she was four and she... And we knew she was going to be tall. Like there was no way she was going to do gymnastics, but she's really strong and they want her to keep doing it. And they're like, we think she could be really special in gymnastics. If she comes 15 hours a week, we think this will happen. Oh, and we're yeah. like, 15 hours a week. Hmm. I wonder who that's going to profit. Right. <laughs> My daughter's four. What is she going to be? Mary Lou Retton? She's going to yeah. be 5'10". Right. Um, but with the belts, it's worse because it's like, well, you know, it's 200, like crack. 250 bucks. It's like, do you want your son not to get the next belt? Right. Like, no, I don't. I want him to be done. It's like with one of those nonsense. video games where you have to buy tokens right. to make to make uh, your player better. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. My parent corner. Um, Do we talk about how my son kind of has a girlfriend? I heard about this. We haven't talked about it on the, on, on the podcast. My son has this girl. I talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago how he was on House Party. That mm -hmm. app they have, which is kind of like Google Hangout for stupid kids. And uh, that, you can put that on the poster. <laughs> it's like Google Hangout for stupid kids, <laughs> says Bill Simmons. But uh, so he's on and there's it's him and his buddy and these two girls, one of whom he's liked for a while. And we we he's in fourth grade. So it's like who who dates somebody in fourth grade? That's ridiculous. It's unheard of. Mm -hmm. I've never. But. Uh, my son really likes this girl and her birthday was coming up and he was with my mom and comes home and my mom, it, they decided they were going to shop for her birthday hmm. and he bought her a necklace that was $25 out of his own money, no kidding. like out of his Christmas money and <laughs> decided he was going to bring it in on her birthday and give her this bag with the necklace in it, which apparently he did. She opened it. She was totally touched. She put it on. She wore it all day. And then when uh, when my wife came to pick up my son, she came over like, Ben got me this for whatever. And 
then we had this choir thing on Thursday night and now her parents are somehow sitting right behind us. Awesome. I, which I didn't know, but my wife was talking to them and they seemed okay with it. I don't know if I would have been okay with it if it was like my daughter in the fourth grade and somebody's giving her birthday presents and well, whatever, but they thought it was adorable, yeah. which was the right I mean, reaction. He's also in the fourth grade. He's not an eighth grader. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in 11th grade, it would have yeah. been weird. So it was all adorable and innocent and she had the necklace on and he gave it and we're teasing him and, and then they're planning on whether they're going to have a date with all the parents coming this weekend and my son's 10. Mm-hmm. It's That's just I, I don't I don't know what to make of any of it. <laughs> you don't have to pay for the wedding. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, bizarre. Like the the moral story is little kids are weird. You I never know. know what's going to float their boat. And this is from house party. This happened. You think this? Yeah, from school. This, this was born from house party. From yeah. school. Yeah. So very strange. But now they could date like with this house party. They don't even have to go out. Like every nobody goes out. Well, he disappears now. So it, it's. It's definitely house. a window in the future because it'd be like, where's Ben? And, and then you go upstairs and his door's closed and mm. he's on the phone. But it's, you know, they're 10. So I'll try to overhear the conversations. And of course, they're the dumbest conversations you've <laughs> yeah. ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's not like either of them have a lot of life experiences. Yeah. Right. What are they going to talk about? When did you stop picking your boogers? Right. Like, <laughs> when, when Isn't did it you... funny how we want to listen in on these conversations? But if we were that age, we would be. We'd be so pissed off of our parents, like just like leave me alone. Yeah, let get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. I just would have been talking about like hockey fights with my friends right, and yeah. on like just watching hockey games and mm-hmm. waiting for a hockey fight. Maybe that's but it. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, these are weird times. You can have somebody in your life all the time, even at age ten. Yeah, you can basically enact a fake relationship. You can. Yeah, you can have a purple belt for under two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I told. <laughs> I told him like, look. Don't, you can't date this girl for a long time. What? You just can't, you just can't. You got a couple months in, you got to just move on, man. Oh no. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to tie I'm going to have Sal dated somebody for nine years once. Like yeah. you just got to, you, you can't, gotta can't get tied down. You had Russell young. Hustle and Bustle. You yeah. went on to Jimmy G. Too young. You're 10. You have your whole life ahead of you. Right. Don't, don't get bogged down by this one. <laughs> you didn't really, did you really say that? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> you should. I'm staying out. Let's hope they're not talking about wrestling, especially if they talk to <laughs> your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Way to bring that full circle. Taking a break to talk about honey. You'd never turn down free money, right? Well, if you shop online without the best coupons, you're already paying too much. Fortunately, there's a free browser extension called Honey that automatically finds the best coupons on the web. So you always get the best prices on everything online in two clicks. Add Honey to any browser for free. Then shop like you normally do. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the background. And then at checkout, Honey will automatically apply the best coupon get you the biggest discount. Over 7 million people use Honey every day. Together, they've saved millions of dollars. Honey's got your back. You'll never pay for overpay for anything ever again. I tried this out. I didn't believe it. It seemed too easy. I did it with Amazon. bought headphones. It worked. I don't remember how much I saved, but it was, it was at least $15. Anyway, there's no reason not to add Honey to your browser today. It's free takes just seconds to install. And again, it will save you tons of money. Add Honey to your browser for free right now at joinhoney.com slash Simmons. That is joinhoney.com slash Simmons. You can buy stuff for your kids. It is Parent Corner after all. Back to Parent Corner. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Pan Corner, you want to go first? You were in Hawaii. I can't I'll even. Go first. I can't wait for this. Well, this is going to sound a little douchey, but it, and it's short. But, Please. Uh, we're in Hawaii. I'm with Corolla and uh, and Daniel Kelson and their families. And um, we should mention Daniel Kelson is a top four craziest friend we have. Yeah, yeah. Very aggressive. Lots of fun on trips like this. Shirts off the whole time. Shirts off. Drinks. Who wants a drink? Doesn't care how much he spends. It's Talking good. to random people. Oh, yeah, whole good time. Yeah. Is this the beginning of New Year's for you or the end of New Year's? Why are you guys going in so early? You know, like people we don't even know in the elevator. Like, all right, just leave everyone alone. But he was great fun. It was a lot of fun. But uh, so we run into Howie Mandel. Yeah. And Howie Mandel is one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. I put him up there like with John Ritter and... And Henry Winkler and all those guys, just wow. super nice guy. Me too. I, I've met him like twice through the show. Corolla knows him better, but he's one of those guys who like he you meets your kids and then he's calling them by name within two minutes, and like he'll have met eight. Just kids. don't touch him though. Just don't touch him. He That's has that weird crazy OCD. Crazy thing. OCD. Can't touch him. Crazy germs. Purell hasn't worked on him in like fifteen years right. because he used so much of it. He's just pouring gasoline on his hands. He's done the fist bump thing. Like yeah, when history is rewritten. He'll have invented it. He didn't, but, you know, the fist pump. he did the fist pump. He doesn't like germs. Yeah. That's his thing. Everybody knows that. You just mentioned everybody knows it. Uh, my son, Harrison, who just turned four this week, was out of his mind on sugar the whole time and just, like, ramped up, just crazy all over the place. So he's meeting these kids, and I'm on the other side of the room at this point when he's meeting everybody. And Harrison has this thing where if you stick your hand out for a high five, he bites your hand. He literally bites oh, no. the hand that feeds him. So here's Howie Mandel, super sweet guy, fist pumping all the kids, and Harrison is in line to, to meet this guy. Who, he, he, what did he know from Howie Mandel? But he goes, and he sees a fist bump, and I see the mouth open, and now it's on. And then now it's like Bosworth against Bo Jackson, and I'm coming across the room because I need to intercept this because if he bites Howie Mandel's hand, it's going to be bad shit. And there it's like the mouth is open. It's like Jaws goes to fist pump, and I like lower the shoulder into my four-year-old and get him out of the way just in time. And Howie Mandel's looking at me like, What's the matter with Why you? Why did you just abuse your child? Just, yeah. Do I need to call Child Protective Services? Does Hawaii even have something like that? So that was the story. I just had to get him. I just uh, avoided tragedy there, getting Harrison out of the way. That's so weird. Is that why you bought your son a Marv Albert wig for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly why. <laughs> Secret's out now. Uh, I didn't know your son had, was, was, had a biting thing. No, he just likes to, he just does it to fuck with people. He thinks it's like, he's not even like doing it to be aggressive. He's like, he likes to get yelled at for, for attempting to bite people. Uh, well, that's it. Wow. Thank God for Howie. I don't know if he ever would recover. No, I know. How was the Howie Mandel's boat? I was at the freaking You didn't go, but what did they say? Everyone else went though. Everyone loved it. They went scuba diving. Corolla didn't fall super off? Super nice. He didn't fall off. No. How many times in a week did Corolla's eyes roll in the back of his head as he told the story? <laughs> How many times did he look every up and his time. eyes just went every time? Every time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my parent corner, so much to work with with Christmas. Yeah, I know. I mean, really, really something else, really magnificent. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's this big controversy with Logan Paul this week. I don't know if you follow. You know Logan Paul, this YouTube star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw this. This whole is a somber parent, parent corner. I'm just right. uh, not a lot of laughs in this one. Right. So Logan Paul, one of my son's heroes. Mm -hmm. He's part of the Low Gang. Yeah. He has a Logan Paul knapsack. 
He has a jacket. Um, watches his vlog every day. He's mm-hmm. seen all his videos. My daughter likes him too, but not as much as my son. My son's kind of in the Logan Paul wheelhouse because he's tan and he's an idiot, which mm-hmm. which really fits in with the Logan Paul demo. Um, Logan Paul goes to Japan. Yeah. Goes to this suicide forest that's like this allegedly haunted forest where people go and commit suicide sometimes, apparently. I'd never even heard of it. And they're taping and they see this guy is hanging and it was like, what is that? What's that? Is that, is this for real? And the whole 15 minute video of it's this guy who's dead hanging. Yeah. And so real. I was ready to give Logan Paul the benefit of the doubt. Cause I thought this was live, but no, not live at all. Actually, um, taped, they, they blurkled the guy out. So they spent a couple hours on it and he's sitting there at one point he makes a joke at the end it's horrible. So I find out about this last night because it's in my Apple News. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I'm reading it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so glad my kids didn't see this. Uh-oh. So I call, I call young Ben and I'm like, Ben, don't watch, uh, don't watch a lo- that Logan Paul. Like, there's this crazy. Well, they'd already taken it down. But I was like, don't go looking for this video. I don't mm-hmm. want you to watch this. And he's like, oh, I watched that last night. <laughs> and I'm wow. like. Wow. You watched a Japanese suicide forest video last night? He's like, yeah. Happy New Year. It was like, is he in trouble for it? I'm like, yeah, he's in a lot of trouble. Like, his career might be over. And uh, and my son was like, I didn't know, whatever. I didn't know if it was real or not. And it was just, it seemed like one of his videos. And just bounced right off him. Unbelievable. And I'm like, you realize that was like a dead guy? He's like, yeah. Is and he, I'm thinking like our that generation is so screwed. Like the stuff that they could see in the oh, internet, that it. the Japanese suicide forest videos just just bouncing off him. Yeah, how depressing is this? I think if he were 12 and 13, it was bouncing off. It'd be a little worse. But I think he's still in the. I don't, I don't know think what's he knew what it was. Right, I don't think what what he mean. totally knew what it was. Yeah. I was explaining to him that it was bad. Yeah. Then you have to explain the whole thing to him. That's what ends up being. Worse, so then I know? tell I'm tell, talking to him and my daughter about it. And I'm like this might be it for Logan Paul. Like he mm-hmm. might, his career might be over. And they're like, his career's not over. He'll be fine. Like they're like ready to like fight for Logan yeah. Paul. He made a mistake. He'll be fine. He apologized. Right, right, They're right. like defending this guy. I'm like, oh my God, this guy, this is, this is the worst person. Well, we, everyone's... we complained about Trump, but maybe we should be complaining about Logan Paul and Jake Paul. I think every kid's, uh, I'm still mad about, to add Aaron Paul about the Breaking Bad ending. I don't like, no, but he, uh, he well, Aaron I, Paul was in this somehow. I know, he had this crazy someone, someone tweet about it. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> so why was Aaron Paul in this? He's very strange. It's like, first I need to tell everybody we're not related. And also this guy sucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it is a strange thing. I don't know. Uh, but every kid's hero is invincible. That's why your kids are saying, no, he'll be back. Right. Yeah. So my question is, do I ban Logan Paul videos? Can you do it? Which I don't think I could. I think we'd have to basically, I'd have to take away the iPad, the whole thing. Like my mm-hmm. son would not be able to go online. Yeah. I don't think you could do it um, physically. And it would be the biggest fight I've ever had with my kids. Yeah. Well, then you should do it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, well, first I don't know of what all, to do on this first one. of all, if you're just if you're just if you're just against Logan Paul, that's one thing. But I think he'll be. Don't you think he'll be more careful now at this point? Well, so the hope is. Yeah. Well, maybe this is the only time he'll pose a Japanese suicide uh-huh. force video on his fucking website. But like Jesus Christ, uh, he's taking a boatload of shit. For he this. should. And no one's forgiving him, and this is he should. And his apology was awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I don't know. I'm not a member of the outrage culture, and I think right. I think it's become sport in a lot of ways, and it really bugs me. But what does it mean but for this, this guy time, to be done? Like, like he, like all right, he started and had no sponsors, and now he's got like a billion dollars. Well, he'd sponsors. be done if parents all banded together and were like, "You can't watch this guy's videos anymore." But all that's going to do is make them want to watch them more. Yeah. So in a weird way, this is like the greatest thing that ever could have happened to him. I know. I think he did and he's it for, a jackass he did it for 300 people, and he'll do it for 300 people again, and they'll find a way to get to him. Honestly, like the fact that they edited that mm-hmm. and took the time to blur the guy's body out mm-hmm. and thought this was a good idea is like fucking as scary as Donald Trump to me. Right. The crazy thing is he's the, the cults are interviewing him for a job. <laughs> it's him and Tom Cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, he, I, he should apologize the second time. Yes. And he should maybe put some thought into this, not to sound like old dad on the hill. But holy shit, I can't believe my son watched that and didn't tell me. How does that not come up? I, I was with them the whole day on Sunday. I can't believe it wasn't live. Like they, they had a lot of time to think this was Jesus. a bad idea and then pull the plug on it. I think he's like, I've, I've done a video every day for 450 days wow. and you're going to make mistakes. It's, it's like, this is way more than a mistake. An American hero. God damn it. <laughs> Parent Corner, yeah. you want to go first? I'll go first because I think I need your help with this one. So your daughter plays soccer. Yeah. You're there at six times a week in terrible cities in California, all over yeah, the map. like five. Yeah. And uh, my son plays basketball, and uh, he's a really good defender, doesn't screw up, selfless to a point. Like, he'll get the ball in the paint, and he will – I've seen him dribble, and he could dribble, but passes it off, and they lost a close game because I think because he doesn't go to the hoop. And um, so when – after the coach meets with the team afterwards for a few minutes after the game, from that point to when you get home, where do you start talking about what you should have done? Like, I'm trying to be a good oh, that's dad. That's a great not, question. Not that it's a bad dad. Like, the parlay kid, for, for, he has five kids, and he will, he'll go like a week without talking to his kids if they miss a free throw. You know, so, right. like, I know that's not right. So, but, I, but also, you know, play hard. You're out there once a week, play hard. So, yeah. what, what do you say? When, when, from post game to home, do you bring it up? It's a great question. I battled with this a lot over the years. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'd like to know how long the drive was. Seven minutes. You don't bring it up then. Not at all. You wait till later. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We weren't at the car yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're walking to the car. I was like, Arch, you have to have to take it to the hoop you have these these extra passes it's it's driving me absolutely crazy be aggressive be aggressive please i know you could do it just get fouled get to the line that's all this team needs and this is you know and i but i did say good game in front of the coach i was like oh good game i saw some things i liked you know that was great everything and i uh and i say this to him and he's exhausted too because it's the first game of the year he's not really in shape for it and he looks at me he's like what do you care you were watching the chiefs game on your phone <laughs> Which is not a lie. It's not a lie. But I was I could watch both. You could do both, wow. right? I have the Chiefs. That's incredible. I the time it was 21 9. I was like, they were coming back. I couldn't just put it down. I had to watch both. And then I had to explain to him, I was like, listen, your inheritance is a lot less if these money line parlays keep yeah, yeah. losing. This is so, important. Yes, do I you do realize need, how much Joe House has yes, on the Chiefs? Even more important than you taking the ball to the hoop is me. Uh, hitting the first leg of this uh, money line parlay, and then I think he understood. But I, I am like seriously, like, can, when do you do it? What what do you do? You ever say anything? 
So, you, first of all, you have to put yourself in their shoes, mm-hmm. especially if you've had the conversations before and they know they didn't do stuff right. The last yeah. thing they want to do is talk about it in the car, which it took me a couple years to learn. With that said, we had a game in uh, Palm Spring once against Palm Springs a couple months ago against this really good team that was like kind of our biggest game of the regular season, my daughter's soccer team. Mm-hmm. And she, like every six months, she'll go in a funk for like three, four weeks. And she was in one of our confidence funks. And she didn't play well. I could tell before the game she was chewing her nails. I'm like, what the fuck is she nervous for? This is. Yeah. So she didn't play well. And um, I think he took her out for like the last 20 minutes. Mm hmm. And I was, I was just, I was so mad that she was like nervous for this game. It's like, how many times do we have to go through these emotional roller coaster funks? So we get in the car. Now we have to drive all the way back to LA. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this game. I'm just going to put football on and drive through. And we're driving, we're driving. I'm not talking about the game. She falls asleep. And like about the hour mark, I'm like, I got to bring this up. So she wakes up, wakes up from that. She's like, how far away are we? I'm like, why were you more aggressive? <laughs> it's like the longer you're in the car, it, yeah, uh, yeah, it just gets worse up. and worse. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing you have to remember is they're just little people that with not fully formed brains yet. And, and the weirdest thing can throw them off. And it also doesn't matter. It doesn't, right? It doesn't No matter. one's playing pro. No, no one's playing yeah, pro. But, but you, to be aggressive, I think, is always a good thing. Sure, to, be aggressive. I'm also yeah. paying $300 so you can play basketball. Wear shorts <laughs> once a week and play basketball. And not be nervous. Yeah. That's the thing. It's right. like, what's the bit worst thing that's going to happen? Right. Your team loses. You'll be right. fine. Yeah, I'm watching the football game anyway. It doesn't matter. I have a parent corner update uh, about the Logan Paul situation. Oh, let's hear it. That's uh, You've turned the corner. You're a big Logan Paul fan now. It's been a, a very polarizing subject in the elementary schools. Has it? Um, my daughter unfollowed him. Really? On uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, has a couple friends in her life who have also gone the other way and been like, we should support him. He made a mistake. He admitted wow. it. So there's been like real dialogue about mm-hmm. right around. My son's all in. He's, he's supporting the Logan to the, <laughs> to, uh, to the bitter end. The Lo- Logan Paul took a little break from everything uh-huh. to kind of reevaluate things. So that's where that stands. Um. Oh man, I hesitate to do this one. My uh, my parent corner. I, I this is the first time I've ever actually have to hold off from the parent corner. I want to do. Yeah, we really need a sponsor. If we have like a full fledged sponsor, <laughs> I would go all in. Then on it'll be worth corner. it for your son to hate you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we get seventy five dollars a week. <laughs> my son has this girlfriend, and I, and I have he's he's ten years old, and it's unbelievable. And my wife's really upset about it, and uh, but that's not the uh, that's not the one I would do. Um, so I'll do this one. <laughs> Fridays in my my daughter's school mm-hmm. is um, free dress day. Yeah. They, your son's school, every, they don't have to wear like a shirt no. every day or anything, right? No, not every day. But Friday, they usually wear the school shirt or something. Yeah. So Fridays are free dress day, mm-hmm. and now everyone's in the seventh grade, and it's turned into like the most important day of the week. Right. And everybody's got their outfits ready, and they're on Instagram or text, like texting back and forth, sending pictures. Mm-hmm. What's What are you wearing? Two two of her friends wear the same shirt. Is this too tight? This whole thing. And it's like four hours a night on Thursday nights about what free dress day is going to be. And uh, 
And I'm just not ready for the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours for you free somehow had three sons, you motherfucker. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I have I have uh just changes going on. And then in the morning the next day, my wife being upset and there's yelling at seven fifteen in the morning, just mm-hmm. screaming matches. You should and, get free uh, dress day sponsored. She got a free, new outfit free. every week. You wouldn't have to worry about it. Well, she she's actually pretty low key compared to some of the other children. Yeah. Right. But I just can't believe seventh grade. It's like it it's it's like going from preseason to the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Where it's bizarre. Yeah. All of a sudden people are five six, they've hit puberty, they're mm-hmm. wearing clothes that like she's wearing stuff that my you know, from my wife's closet. I'm like, what is going on? Wow. Yeah, just kill me. That's my parent <laughs> card this week. Just shoot me there. Just to make sure she doesn't date Logan Paul. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was really proud of her that she was upset about the Logan Paul thing. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, it was good. Uh, man, I really wish I could do the parent card next I wanted week. To think, do. think about it for next week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I have David Shoemaker, our art director and host of the Mass Man Show, is making a special parent corner graphic using the photo of us from 2005 in Las Vegas in front of a topless (laughs) uh, strip joint with our pushing our baby strollers. And we're going to make a fun graphic out of that. And it's going to be great. That's great. I forgot. I I remember the picture, but I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. They should have taken the kids away from us then. Yeah. Well, remember that? That's when we learned like Vegas was really kid accessible. We had no idea. They had all these special little uh, walkways and things for people with kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Went to an aquarium. I think we saw a lion and uh, all the while. But, but you felt like a scumbag, like rolling the strollers through the casino, right? Yeah. To get places. My biggest regret was gambling till three in the morning with you and our two kids in the strollers probably was wrong. I wouldn't have done that again. All right. You right. go first for Parent Corner. I'll go first. Mine's not great, but um, it's funny, like how we compare kids. Like we've said this before. Our oldest are a couple months apart, and our middle kids are a couple months apart. Maybe even less, right? Yeah. May to June. Yeah. I, I think our oldest are like three weeks apart. Or three something. weeks apart, yeah. Anyway. But our nine-year-olds couldn't be, or ten-year-olds, couldn't, couldn't be more different. Your guy going to be an MMA fighter. Yeah, probably. If you're lucky, right? Yeah, or in general. Mine's very quirky. We haven't figured it out yet. Quirky is very uh, generous, I think, at this point for him. So now he has this thing where he, I showed him that you can go on Google Maps and locate like where you live, and then you go to Street View, and you could go like up the street, you could see your neighbors, and you could see everybody else's house, and it's cool because you can maybe, maybe see your car in the driveway on Google Maps, mm. and that's it, and that, that's as cool as it gets. Okay, so why then did my son last night, after I left him at 9.30 to watch one of these uh, million movie screeners I need to view for the Oscars, he comes back at 12.30 at night. I was like, what did, what did you do? He came back upstairs. He's like, he's like you got to come down here. He printed out all every house we've known in America, anyone we ever live in, anything, and it's all over the house. It's all over my office. It looks like uh, we're... And we're on the wire season three and we're investigating oh a crime. We're like Homeland. 
Yeah, really. Yeah, it's like Homeland. You know, look, I was like, what are we going to do with this? He's like, yeah, isn't this great? I was like, no, it's not great. Why can't you be like Ben Simmons and have a girlfriend, send heart emojis on Instagram? What are you doing with this nonsense? So that's really it. I just want to know, uh, maybe maybe you could help how I get him a, a girlfriend and off of Google Maps. <laughs> it, it sounds like we should create a sitcom with him and Brad where they live in the same house and he prints this stuff out for Brad and then Brad... Brad uses the information and tries to solve crimes or something. I don't know. That's not bad. That's not bad. Have the math uh, man work on a work on a graphic for that. <laughs> I have a. I have. I actually am going double parent corner this week. I have two. All right. Uh, Good. I have a short one. My uh, my son Ben the 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 liar. He uh, <laughs> got in trouble at school because he was smuggling candy and Pringles into school. And then trying to sell them to the other kids and trade them for things and had this whole candy rig and became the guy who had the the candy. And uh, (laughs) we were like, hey, Ben, can I get a Kit Kat? It's like it's a very junior level of being the kid in high school who can who has pot for everybody. He had the candy. Yeah. and Yeah. And he was that kid and he got in trouble. Oh, that's great! My son. Oh, we got to get him. The next step is pushing parlay tickets in the in the fall. Oh, he's that's ready. Be good. I, he's very close to being uh, to to being a young budding gambler like us. That's one thing. Well, but- listen. Here's the problem. He's got a girlfriend, and uh, that's not cheap. Even in the <laughs> even true. in the fourth grade it's or whatever. Valentine's Day coming up here, and he got a present for. Her. It's like absolutely. I, you don't I give him any allowance, right? No, you I give think, him allowance. No, I think he stole money from me. I mean, he's a liar and <laughs> a thief. He he's a liar and a thief. I have to hide my wallet. So, uh, but that's not my parent corner story. That was that was a warm up. That was uh, that's that was good. a matinee. My, you know, it's it's bar mitzvah season. Oh yeah. And uh, for for my seventh grade daughter, and she's uh-huh. been to five now. And some of them have you have you been to a bar mitzvah this was a bat mitzvah she went to but have you been to these they i've give... been yeah i grew up in long island we'd yeah, have yeah. one you know in eighth grade i had one every week yeah so when you were going them did they make did the kids ask their friends to give speeches i don't remember that part i think that yeah, this feels like a new wrinkle for me. Yeah. right mm-hmm. so a lot of these are are seventh grade girls who Seventh grade girls can be both super astute and thoughtful and really intelligent when they're not around other seventh grade girls. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they're, as at least two of them, their IQ drops by about 20 points and it's <laughs> per kid. So if you have three, like let's say Zoe's at like, I don't know, 110 IQ. I don't know. But if you mm-hmm. put four other, three other seventh grade girls with her, that drops to 50. Right, it's like wow. basically sling blade, and uh, <laughs> and they're just idiots, and they just laugh, and they're just complete idiots together. So the only way this could ever be worse is if they're giving speeches in front of a hundred people, right? Right. So all week, I they Zoe had a friend asked to give a speech, and and there was like a couple other girls that gave speeches, and all week. I was just hammering her not to give the speech that every girl gives at these things. And here's what happens. So let's pretend it's Tate's bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now here's Tate's friend, Bill. Tate, you're such an awesome friend. You're the best friend I have ever had. You're so great. I just, you've been such an awesome friend to me. And I just want to say congratulations. You're such a great friend. And it's just a disaster <laughs> right? for 40 seconds. Yeah. So I, 
I was adamant that she couldn't give a speech like that mm-hmm. and actually had to put some thought into the speech. What do you want her to be like, Bill Belichick at the post game press conference? <laughs> no, like, I was she's like, got to show some. I got to like, you know, make make some sort of personal connection for the speech. So she did, and uh-huh. I was really and I was really proud that she gave maybe a twenty twenty five second speech that was actually coherent and didn't do that. And my no, my note for Parent Corner: If your mm-hmm. kids are going to bar mitzvahs and they're giving the speeches, spend the extra seven minutes working the speech through with them and don't make it so that they just go up and they just talk about how great the kid is. Make it, it's, yeah. it's a chance to get emotional and have a little connection. Like make a little, make a little, put a little love and care into it. That's good advice. And you got grandma Helga, uh, 108 years old across from you watching, you know, the kid's grand, grand grandmother who, who pay, you know, dished out like 25 grand for this. ceremony. Yeah. yeah she's going to appreciate the effort. You're right. The, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know we were allowed to praise our kids in this. I didn't know that. That changes everything. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, that's why I, I, I didn't want to just do a nice one. So I talked about my son, yeah. the liar and the that's thief, true. who operated the candy ring that's at his good. school. Yeah, actually, that changes nothing for me. I'm not going to be able to come up with anything like that. That's good. <laughs> All right, Parent Corner, uh, you go first. Let me go first. I've had this, I think, like an hour after last week's pa- Parent Corner, I found out about this. Okay. And he's... He's talking about it on his podcast, so I feel like we could talk about it on ours. Uh, Adam Carolla's daughter has a crush on my son. (laughs) (laughs) And here's what happens. Like every Sunday we watch the games together, and he's actually watching the games, and she's just looking at her phone, and she's looking down, and I think they say three words to each other in six hours, and that's enough. She has a crush on him. And my wife, I told my wife, I'm like, oh, this is crazy. She's like, you must not make fun. Of-. I was like, what is the point of this if I can't make fun of them about this? And it's funny because it's the one thing like we would have killed our parents. If you're with a girl or you're going to dance with a girl, whatever, you you don't want your dad's corny jokes like at all. You got oh, to get worst. out of the house. Yeah. You don't want them picking up the phone, the other extension in the kitchen when you're in your bedroom. Like, but when when the roles reverse, I'm like, I gotta have it. This is my this is my number one focus right now. To, yeah. to screw with these two. I but, can uh, see your tongue's in your cheek, I, I corner know, of your I'm cheek. You love excited. this. But um, she's cute. She has one eyebrow, but uh, <laughs> but she's cute, you know. And uh, I, the only thing I'm worried about is I know he's not paying for the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I think having Corolla as your father-in-law is the worst case scenario. What do we do? Corolla Unless the had... wedding's in a drive-thru and they're, they're, they ride off in a Newman race car or something. Corolla's Christmas party for his whole staff was like he ordered he ordered some barbecue on Postmates. Yeah. And they yeah. put like a tablecloth on some on some table. That's right. Yeah, he won't spend more than $5,000 <laughs> in your wedding. Well, otherwise, I, I wish them luck, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if he likes her. Like I said, they don't talk. I don't know. But that's how people interact that's now. How it's it just is, like right? a couple. Yeah, that's all it so takes. I went to a bar mitzvah on Saturday night. Oh, you went? Okay. I went because it was a f- good family friend that we were just tight with. So mm-hmm. I went and I got to watch the whole bar mitzvah scene in action finally. Yeah. And it was spectacular. Is this the one you warned your daughter of making the speech, actually thinking of the speech, or was that another bar mitzvah? Well, she gave a speech for this one, for this too, one. and I was okay. proud of her. And yeah. by the way, I've gotten a couple uh, responses from people thanking us because they their kids had to give bar mitzvah speeches, and they really oh, pushed them to do it. Mm-hmm. So a couple things. 
that are on my radar now. One is that uh, my son was out of control at the bar mitzvah, and they had a candy bar. Oh so yeah, I, it Those was the, the equivalent of like. 12 years from now, like somebody has cocaine and he's just in the bathroom and right. just like he's wired. Three or it was same thing now with yeah. gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same thing that we overdosed on gummy bears and Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a dance scene and he was on the stage <laughs> in the middle of everything leading it. And I showed up later uh-huh. and somebody's like, you got to see Ben Simmons. He took over. He's taking it. I'm like, what? And I go in. And he's on the stage and he's, he's just a maniac. But here's... The speech advice, I think, I think was good advice. Here's my advice for these bar mitzvahs and stuff. I was stunned by how many kids are on their phones the whole time. Oh yeah. And there's yeah. like there's this one section over on the side where all these like too cool for school kids mm-hmm. are just on their phones. They're not really interacting. And then you have people dancing while holding their phones because they all want to take their Instagram things. Yeah. And it's just very phone centric. And I don't mean to sound like the old guy on the couch, but there should be a middle ground. My thing is, if it was my son's bar mitzvah, I would take everyone's phones. Mm. It's like, you're coming in, no phones. Yeah. We'll give your phones back at the end. Almost like uh, some part, some people do that at parties, right? You get like the little lock boxes. It's yeah, like, right. you don't have your phones for five hours. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're going to have to interact and, and have yeah, fun it's not and like they're, socialize. They're, uh, they're wives in labor or anything. Well, you need your phone. Like, you don't need your phone. Kids the only thing you need your phone for is like some of them were posting Instagram videos and stuff like so that. So that's it. That's it. But that's I'm invaluable, just, though. That is invaluable to the party, the kid whose party post, it is and everything. Right. It's like, But maybe you have, you know, in the old days, you have like the wedding photographer or something uh-huh. like that. Maybe now you have like the wedding Instagrammer and the guy takes little... Videos and sends them out to different people, and maybe that's its own business. That's pretty good. I was appalled. Um, really, I just just by where society's going, and and I I really wonder how people are going to socialize. Some pe- some kids were great; they're having fun; they're not really doing that. Right. And then other kids are just like, I'm 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 tied to my phone. Uh, the damn this is so much crazy. better. Thank God I have my phone. Yeah. I might actually have to have a conversation with right. somebody. Right. And get the fuck out of it's here. Over. We're as a society, we're doing something wrong. These are not just kids. They're no, adults they're talking, too. These are seventh graders. Uh, no, yeah, but I'm adults saying too. adults too. Yeah. Like, that drives me crazy when the final play of the game is. Although sometimes I'm like, I go back and forth, but. Watch it through your own eyes. Why are you <laughs> recording this on your phone? Oh, I don't get that one either. I, yeah, I hate just it. tape the game. But then, then you'll see like a Stefan Diggs angle, like you didn't see it. Like the cameras are going. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad he did that. Um, so, yeah, I know. Look, I mean, We're I could have been on my phone. You know what I was doing instead? Walking around, talking to people, and running into people like Mike O'Malley and talking for oh. 20 minutes about how great Tom Brady is. Oh. That's <laughs> the kind of conversations you can have. Right. Should have been on. Just be like, wow, can you believe this? We're two wins away again. Mm. How is this possible? Are you going? (laughs) I wouldn't have had that conversation if I had my phone. But you later Instagrammed a picture with him. (laughs) (laughs) To make up for it. I didn't, though. (laughs) (laughs) I did Instagram. I followed my son during his fifth trip at the candy bar and actually just stood behind him and videotaped him. Right. And and it it was like Cornhulio. (laughs) He was just out of control. He really loves it. Uh, fortunately, there are no no fourth grade lassies to tempt right. him away from his current girlfriend. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he stayed loyal. He stayed faithful. Didn't make any screw was ups. Was he Instagramming with her? Was he like texting with her during the? No, because I took his phone. Oh, you took his phone. Yeah. Come on, that's parents. Right. Let's get let's get better. All right, take let's your get kids better phones. at this, parents. <laughs> All right. Birthday like parties, uh, bar mitzvahs, the whole thing. Then the other thing is, 
my daughter turns 13 this spring mm-hmm. and really wants to, she's really jealous of these bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. So she wants to have a not mitzvah that's basically like a party that's like a bar mitzvah, yeah. but doesn't have the religious that's overtones good. to it. She should. Um, yeah, she should want to do that because she wouldn't be paying for it. And I don't know. That's it. it well, seems like, on the other hand, so now yeah. we have to throw you a party online yeah. of the bar mitzvah. The whole point of the bar mitzvahs is they're a religious thing. Right. I mean, but I, but I don't how care much have you dished out on bar mitzvah gifts? Like 20, 20 Oh, times. you think this is my way to get the gifts well, back? Well, at least get the parents to, yeah, get you some some. That's pack. interesting. Yeah. This was like, this bar mitzvah was at a place that held 400 people. Mm-hmm. And there were tables and the, it was a football themed bar mitzvah. Uh, and great. the tables had helmets on. Mm-hmm. So I sat at the Patriots table, Good which idea. was great. Mm-hmm. They'd put me there. I didn't, I, <laughs> I was actually, they had assigned seating. And O'Malley was at the Seahawks table and was mad that he wasn't at the Patriots <laughs> I table. I can imagine, yeah. But I was like, but we beat the Seahawks. That's yeah, better. Right. It's like you're holding the Seahawks <laughs> helmet head up we in the air. We own the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. You're, I've taken but, over their table. Yeah. And there are a couple, it, it was a good idea though. Yeah. One more break to talk about Belvedere. Produced in one of the world's longest-running distilleries, Belvedere Vodka, the world's finest all-natural vodka crafted by a collective of master distillers, Belvedere, made with non-GMO Polish rye, pure water, and no additives. That just sounds delicious. Recognized for quality, Belvedere was named the ISC World Vodka Producer of the Year in 2015, 16, and 17. Their unparalleled quality reminds me of a run that my favorite basketball player of all time had in the 80s, Larry Bell. With Belvedere Vodka today. And remember, always drink responsibly. Since we're here, the Ringer NBA show is expanded to five days a week, including draft class on Friday. If you're trying to get into the lottery because your team is tanking or threatening to tank, listen to draft class. Kevin O'Connor, Jonathan Jarks, Danny Chow. They're breaking it down every week. They're going deep, deep, deep dive into the college basketball prospect scene. Luka Doncic, I think that's how you say it. He, he, it looks like it's either him or uh, Aiden as the number one pick. And if you love college basketball, it also suggests One Shining Podcast, which is heating up. Um, California has allowed Mark Titus to come back. They did that, right, Tate? We hope so. That's, we what, hope that's so. what they're saying. Right now, they're allowing him to cross state lines. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> He's coming back. Him and Tate are doing One Shining Podcast. We are blowing it out. Over the uh, over the last six weeks of the season, conference championships, March Madness, the whole thing, micropods, huge preview. This is going to be the year you win your madness pool because you listen to these guys. So check that out as well. Um, assuming, are there going to be any teams left for the actual tournament, Tate? I think Rhode Island might be a one seed when we're all said and done. God. <laughs> We think this stuff's overblown, right? Yeah, we do. Maybe. Well, it's we're, all ta- grand, we're taping this on a Monday. <laughs> we might have to be cutting this out by Wednesday. Could be a lot of grandstanding. Anyway, uh, check out One Shining Pod. Check out Draft Class on the Ringer NBA show on Fridays. And don't forget about Bachelor Party with Julia Littman because the season is wrapping up soon. Winter Games is kind of amazing. They put, they got all these foreign contestants and uh, it's added a different wrinkle. It's people who can barely speak English are hitting on each other. Juliet's breaking that all down on Bachelor Party. Check that out. All right, back to Parent Corner. Parent Corner, what do you have? All right, well, so, you know, along the same lines, here we go with the Royal Rumble. So I did the same thing. We had a pool. It was me, my oldest son, Archie, and my middle son, Jack, uh, who turns 10 next week. And we do this thing, like, 1 through 30. We split the 30. Like, Jack gets 1, 4, 7, 10, 13. I get 2, 5, 8, 11, 
Archie gets three six nine all the way up to thirty. You get yeah. it. So, um, so I've won the last two years in a row doing this, and I let them pick the number, the first number. Like, who wants one? Who wants two? Yeah. You know, so I get two, and um, as, as it turns out, I have four of the last five wrestlers remaining, and he had my son Jack, who is a very poor sport at this. Yeah. He is. He he threw a fit last year. We have it on video, and I'm happy to. Uh, submit it to Twitter or whatever. He threw a fit when he lost last year. He had Roman Reigns. I had Randy Orton. Randy Orton eliminates Roman Reigns, and I go crazy. I go dancing around the house like it's the greatest thing I've ever done. And we played for a dollar last year. So this year, because I want to play for like 500, these kids have a lot of gift cards to Target and stuff. I want to, I want to take them all of it from them, but yeah. they only want to play for a dollar, so whatever. So this year we don't play for anything. Jack's not doing it unless we play for no, – there are no stakes. I was like, fine. So now I'm just going to – if I win, I'm going to amp up the celebration like no one's ever seen. So, again, I have four wrestlers left. He has Roman Reigns left. All of a sudden, it's one-on-one, Roman Reigns, and I can't even remember who won. Wait, who, Shinsuke. Who, who oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Shin, Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah. Uh, Shinsuke defeats, uh, throws Reigns over the top rope. I win, and I'm going crazy. I'm running circles around the house. I'm like, I did it again. I can't be beat at this. I will not be beat at this. And Jack comes at me. He's been taking Taekwondo for about six months now and lunges and throws some kind of like weird forearm thing to my my stomach. And uh, and I, he hits me. And for him, it, it, it's hard, but... You know, he's a little pissant, so it doesn't really affect me. But I go over, I fall over in pain. I'm like, oh, and I start rolling. And my wife is beside herself. She thinks she thinks this little nine-year-old knocked me out, and she is so mad. And it took like the next two and a half hours to try to convince her that, uh, A, it, it didn't hurt me, and B, it was fine. It was all in the spirit of the – but she wants him to like – she thinks he needs help. He's using Taekwondo <laughs> offensively, and that's not the point of this. He's supposed to use it in self-defense. So that's basically the story. <laughs> Don't uh, you know? I'm just trying to get him over. You know, I, I want him to win uh, once, and then that was it. I well, on a heap. I hate to pig pile on this, but my son also attacked me during the Royal Rumble last night. <laughs> I think there's something about wrestling that hey, turns out it makes kids more aggressive. But yeah, you make them watch it for four hours. You're going to pay the consequences. I think I was. I got John Cena. We did it. We basically did, you get one, you get six, you get 11, you get yeah. 16, all the way through. So I had five, 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20. Cena came out, and my son was pissed that I got Cena, yeah. and I started taunting him. And he came over and hit me with like a really hard right on my left shoulder. Like enough that I, I, I chased him around the house because I was actually going to put you back. It was like legitimate child abuse in, in most areas. I was like, I'm chasing him all the way around like I'm Bruce Smith and he's uh, Joe Montana. And uh, I was so mad at him. I really wanted to beat him up. Paracorner. <laughs> What is parent going to, in 15 years, it's going to be like, yeah, they did kick our ass. Yeah, they did. We're going to be drooling over ourselves telling these stories. Well, I have oh, one, mu- one month, of, every month I have one giant bruise on my body from my son. <laughs> <laughs> right now I have a huge bruise on my leg from when he kicked me like three weeks ago when we were playing around. Somehow it's like the dad who just takes all the punishment. Yeah. Don't we let just, him take Taekwondo. We That'll just the get the crap kicked out of us. I know. Uh, so yesterday, first lazy Sunday, non-football Sunday since August. And I don't know, there's an emotional void, 
right? What do we do? Yeah. We Yeah. I watched uh I watched the Miami Vice movie to prepare for the Rewatchables podcast Chris Ryan and I are going to do. Nice. And then around 2:30 I decided to to figure out what the hell was underneath the TV cuz we have this giant like cabinet thing and the TV and there's just a million DVDs. There's like 11 years worth of stuff. Right. And I'm like, I got to go through there. It's like every screener I got from the Producers Guild, everything. I'm like throwing everything out, trying to figure out what to keep. Going through, first of all, at this point, does it even make sense to have DVDs anymore? No. Not really. No. So I kept like With my... Apple TV, you do a link. Yeah. yeah, I kept my 20 favorites. I'm, I'm, it's, it's like Corolla was the first one, I think, who was on this way back when was like... It just the physical exertion of getting up and putting a DVD in the DVD player and pressing play <laughs> is almost like too taxing for all of us at this point. Where right. we can just find the remote control. <laughs> so I saved my DVDs, the ones I cared about, and I'm going through, and there's just a million weird DVDs. I don't really know what they are, and some of them I know are from like uh, I thought photo albums of my kids or something. So I'm putting in, and there's videos, and my my wife has this. Um, I say this with the, in the most affectionate way possible. A crazy friend named Shannon who uh -huh. videotapes everything. And turns out we had some some DVDs of just my kids when they were little that I didn't know existed that were just in this uh -huh. pile. Included in this DVDs were footage of our children playing together naked in a bed while they had diapers what? on. Uh, there was some massive sleepover where they were at some beach house. It was all the people from, I don't know if the listeners know this, but your son and my daughter are three weeks apart. My daughter's older right. and have known each other since they were babies. And my wife made friends with all these people from the pre-preschool. And they had something and Archie and your wife came and it was like this massive beach hang. And this was like the three o'clock nap. And she's videotaping all of these kids in bed together. And there are kids, probably age two, mm -hmm. in bed in our, in our diapers, jumping up and down on the bed and being crazy. It was emotional. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Parent corner, That's man. Crazy. This, this is what happens without football, right? This is what happens without football. Into. You're <laughs> sifting through DVDs and I have all this footage of... And then, so I brought my daughter down, who of course now is 12 and a half, and she's on Instagram all the time and has an attitude about just about everything. And and I'm watching this little adorable kid on the TV with, you know, just just full of hope and life and trying to get my daughter to get excited about it. She was enjoying some of it. Then she got annoyed and she stormed out. And it was just like, that that, that's what happens. That's what happens to parents. <laughs> Yeah, they get mad that you tape videotape them in diapers. Dad, <laughs> I don't have a yeah. shirt on. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I That's have good. I have videos of our of uh, of our kids. Now I would oh, we gotta have to see that. I'm gonna have to see. I'm that. gonna I'm gonna send it to you. I'm not gonna put it on the internet because as we learned from Tom Brady no. this week, uh, it's right, too right, dangerous. Right. But don't yeah, put it on the DVD either. No but one, here's no my here's my parent corner lesson. Yeah, I was always one of those parents that thought, eh, I'll just take pictures. I'm not going to be the annoying person who took video all the time. I always hated mm -hmm. the parents that, that were just constantly taping their kids. But then right. as your kids get older, you realize you wish you had more videos of your kids. So yeah. I would encourage people who have young kids, 
Well, now it's probably easier because people have the iPhone cameras and stuff like that. I would encourage people to take more videos and you, you'll be surprised that when you get older that, uh, that it, it definitely resonates more than you expect. Our friend Tony is a big proponent of this, and he has, I think he has footage, even if it's like two minutes of asking your kid what's going on from age two to his kids are like late, late teens now. He's like, and he's, he put it together, and he's like, it really is spectacular, just listening to them talk from age two, three, four, five on, and uh, just, just, a min- just a minute. All you need is a minute, and uh, it's, uh, you'll be very satisfied you have it. Yeah. Let's do Parent Corner. <laughs> I'll cheer you up. I'll start with mine and tape, okay. tape uh, bore witness to it. Uh, my son Archie is, uh, you know, he's 12 years old. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking over my sheets, going over the props, how much I've lost. I think it's about the second quarter. He comes up to me and Tatey's like, hey, Dad, I know why women like the Eagles. And uh, I don't know what he's talking about. I think he's talking about uh, Corolla's wife and my, <laughs> and my wife. And I'm like... Oh, why do, what are you talking about? Why do women like the Eagles? He's like, because they have Fletcher Cox. <laughs> His first dirty joke. I was like, oh my God. All right, it's interesting. I don't think you need the word Fletcher in there. That doesn't do anything for it. But wow, he's got this big smile with his braces shining and everything. I'm like, go tell Jimmy that joke. And uh, he tells Jimmy and Jimmy's going to use it in the Oscars. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, so, yeah. The Fletcher Cox. <laughs> do you remember the first dirty joke you told? I don't. I really don't. I you actually do. do. You remember yeah. yours? Go ahead. It was uh, fourth grade, <laughs> and the joke was about uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse were getting divorced. It was that joke. You know that joke? No. Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are getting divorced, and they're having the the trial, and mm-hmm. the lawyers like making this whole case, like you know, Minnie's crazy, like they, they, mm-hmm. she's you need a settlement, and. Mickey calls the lawyer. He's like, I didn't say she was crazy. I said she was fucking goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling that joke in fourth grade to my dad's family. They were horrified. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were horrified. <laughs> I don't know if I made it up or I heard it at school, but. I love that. Yeah. I had never heard that. Yeah. Good. Good. It's a good, good. One. All right. I'll, or maybe Jim will tell that one too. This <laughs> <laughs> is on ABC. This is a Disney property. <laughs> um, my parent corner. I don't have a great one this week, but uh, my daughter had yet another bar mitzvah on Saturday night and wore a cocktail dress that was probably four inches too short. Oh, no. And no no bra. Mm -hmm. Probably reason to have a bra at this point. Mm -hmm. And goes out and she just, and I'm like, are you really not going to wear a bra? We start getting an argument about it. She's just doing, dad, dad, and rolling her eyes and, and, Again, I saw the future flash in front of me. That's a kind I'm like, of, when you lean over, yeah. people are going to be able to see your little <laughs> boobs. And she's, Dad! I'm like, but I'm just telling you, like, you're going to dance. Like, what happens if you drop? You like, Dad! Is that a situation where if your wife isn't on board with you, you just have, you have no chance, right? Yeah, we're, I'm basically out of the loop now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Malcolm Butler. I've been benched. Right. You, can you, I'm gonna, on the sidelines going, I don't understand. The true story is going to come I out. I played every possession. Why Bill was benched from the, the broad I played discussion. 98% of the Zoe possessions. <laughs> I don't understand what's happened. Uh, yeah, I'm just out. And, uh, and my wife's going, no, it's fine. It's fine. And right, I'm like, right. I'm not sure it's fine. Because if you lean over, you can maybe see your nipples. And she's 12 and a half. Uh, no, no, it's fine. She won't. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'm out. Nipplegate at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> These bar mitzvahs, man. Yeah. 
Just every week. Unbelievable. Every week there's stuff going on. Thanks to ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. My listeners can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Don't forget about the Ringer MBS show, our daily podcast every Monday. Every day, Monday through Friday. And as well as NBA Desktop with Jason Concepcion, which is rapidly turning into the best seven-minute show on the internet. The audience has been growing. People love it. Uh, I'm getting just incidental compliments about it. If you haven't checked it out, check it out on the uh, Ringer's Twitter feed. Check it out on our Facebook. Check it out on Facebook Watch. And uh, check it out on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. It's pretty cool. It's like talk soup for uh, for the NBA every week. We might have to bump it to twice a week. Try not to kill Jason Gallagher, who runs it for us. It does a great job. Anyway, NBA Desktop. I'm coming back with a monster podcast on Friday. I don't even know who the guests are. I just know it's going to be awesome. I will see you then. <laughs>